Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave, myself, and Michaela talk about all things professional wrestling. 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 This week, we are going to be recapping the WWE's PLE Backlash 2023. The, the best B-tier premium live event slash pay-per-view that the WWE probably has ever put together. Yeah. And it all starts with that fucking crowd. Oh, that crowd was incredible. Puerto Rico's crowd was absolutely impeccable. I've heard Jim Cornette talk a hundred times on his podcast about how fire Puerto Rico's crowd is. Mm -hmm. They showed it. They were another level. Like, mm -hmm. wow. You could just, I could feel it. Like, it gave me chills at certain points. Through the like, television. Like, I mean... Even the press conference in the day before, mm -hmm. the way the crowd was. Mm -hmm. that was they one, showed up and That showed was one up. of the loudest woes I've ever heard. And yeah. It was outdoors mm -hmm. <laughs> with no backing track. And Seth's theme continued at ah. least five minutes, even after getting booted. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. we Let's just dive right into it. First right all, into the opening bout. Opening bout, which none of us predicted was going to be the opening bout. It kind of nope. just went right over our head like... Um, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's title against EO Sky. What a <sighs> fucking match. Match of the night. For you? That's match of the night for me. Match of the night because it showed WWE everything it needed to know. Mm -hmm. EO is a single star who needs to be a babyface and taken away from damage control. Mm -hmm. I agree with you on that. everything. Mm -hmm. The fact that the crowd was booing Bianca True. and cheering EO mm -hmm. tells you all you need to know. You get that a lot on foreign shows, though. You do. Americans get booed more yeah. so. But then Cody would have been booed. Then, um, That's fair. I think, this is I think maybe, do you think maybe they were just training for more to transfer the title or something? Correct. Mm -hmm. This is just one of those things where the WWE needs to see what they have in EO, mm -hmm. not even put a belt on her. Give her a good true feud to start with Bailey, mm -hmm. build that feud for a little bit to get her out of damage control. Mm -hmm. I think damage control can survive as a tag team, Bailey and, and Dakota. Dakota. Yep. I think that works. You get EO on a singles push and you get her, she's on SmackDown. After Rhea Ripley, she gets pushed to the True. moon, and I, she can handle it because you again. We saw how the crowd was behind her, and she when she was NXT Women's Champion, she was incredible. But again, mm -hmm. it was in a it was in the fucking dead era. Yeah, it, it was the same thing with McIntyre, which we'll get to him in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But McIntyre, um, EO, they don't get enough credit for how well they carried WWE through a very dark time of mm -hmm. no crowds, Thunderdome, everything. Mm -hmm. So give EO a chance with the belt. I think she would be. I mean, I think she's incredible to begin with. You and I have the same feelings about EO Sky. Mm -hmm. She is fucking next level. I think you you could almost, I don't want to say give her the Oscar treatment from NXT, but you could almost give her the Oscar treatment from NXT. Just make her so fucking good. Mm -hmm. That's just, and she she lives up to her name, the genius of the sky. True. Even though she, she her fucking face ate yeah. mat. Yeah. With that one arm gorilla press that Bianca was doing. You yeah. just saw EO's hands slip on her shoulder. She's like, oh, God, I'm going down. Yeah. Smack. Yeah. I thought I she had a busted nose. I thought, it was we all gonna, did, yeah. I thought it was another Charlotte Flair situation. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but no, she she didn't have a busted nose, continued the match. I mean, obviously, you kind of expected damage control got involved, yep. which I'm surprised we didn't get a Raquel no, and, and uh, Liv, Liv run in. A Liv. I'm not because Raquel and Liv don't have a connection to Bianca outside like of that. their hate 
for four. damage, damage control. control. Damage control. Mm-hmm. So if we're counting, um, I mean, live, you had the involvement on SmackDown, correct? Yeah. But it does make more sense for them to come and kind of cost her the match for her to kind of continue on the like the single trajectory. Because if you really think about it, if the plan was to have EO remain part of Damage Control, mm-hmm. then what you do is you have the four ladies come out, you have mm-hmm. that brawl or whatever, mm-hmm. and it leads to Bianca still getting the win. Yeah. But now it's not the fact that two other women came out. It's the fact that your two women came out and cost you the title. Yeah. Bailey came out, got into the ring. Yes, did Dakota help with the kick to the head? Sure, she did. But then Bailey got outside the ring. She started holding down the ponytail, yep. which the referee saw, which delayed you from jumping off the top rope. Then you belly flopped on the ring, and mm-hmm. then what happens? You get hit with um, uh, KOD. KOD match over one, two, three. Yep. Um, so you still have your retaining women's Raw champion of Bianca Bianca Belair. Belair. Um, who's the Raw champion on SmackDown. Yes. Hopefully we'll get this all kind of situated very soon. And not just a title swap. Yeah, I know. That's... mm. (laughs) I gave my concept last week. I Mm -hmm. I liked it. Um, Well, not my concept. Not your concept. Something you heard. I saw, yeah. Yeah. Pushed pushed the narrative. Pushed it into the (laughs) existence of the Double Doink Network. (laughs) I did did send that email out, just so you know. Well, fax, because I don't communicate with Paul through email. That's true, yeah. I communicate via fax, so this way there's no, like, actual trace. Fair. (laughs) A little bit of, um... A little insider trading right there for you guys. um, Morse code. Yeah. (laughs) Send a telegraph. Um, Up next, we had Seth... (laughs) Freaking Rollins against, as the Puerto Rican crowd called him, the dick sniffer Omas. <laughs> the Nigerian giant. Oh, again, another great match. Uh, it was Omas's best match he's oh, had. And it helps when you're carried by When you're someone carried like, by someone like the Seth. visionary Seth Rollins. And it helps that he's getting better in the ring. And I love the call out that you made during the match. And, I, and I helped you put two and two together. <laughs> but yes... He did Taker's moves. Mm-hmm. He did Snake Eyes in the corner to running off the rope, hitting the big boot. Mm-hmm. Taker has been spending time with Omos. He wants to spend time with the big guys, get mm-hmm. the big guys a little bit cleaner and crisper in the ring. Because never... you need that big guy in there, like a great collie or something Correct. like that. Correct. And you're not going to see, we're not going to see Omos do what Bronson Reed did later oh, in the night. God, no. He's not doing moonsaults off the top rope. No. He's not doing 450 splashes. He's in you there to just be a powerhouse. Yeah, he's, he's, like like we said, he's a um, great Kali, uh, Big Daddy V. Lumbering. Oh, yeah. I never put him in Big Daddy V's fucking category. <laughs> that guy's a botch. He broke Taker's face. He nearly killed Kevin Nash in the ring. I'm not a Viscera fan whatsoever. At least Kali, when they did like the the giant stuff with him, yeah. it worked. Like He was lumbering, mm-hmm. but they let him be lumbering. <clears throat> yeah. So held the title up upside down. Yeah, <laughs> not, um, not all here, man. I mean, yeah. what do you want me to say? Um, the the way we were talking about Reed is he's more of a he's Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, Bam Bam. He's um, Warbeard Hanson when um, Ivar was Warbeard Hanson yeah. in Ring of Honor when he was doing all the the flippy doodah stuff. Yeah, Yokozuna. Exactly the the big fast guys. Yes, mm-hmm. guys who who are you don't expect to be just athletic that. big men. Yes, yeah. explosive. Um, um, but back to this match. Um, Seth freaking Rollins picks up the dub here after a after two stomps and then a super stomp. Yep. Um, for lack of a better term, off the <laughs> second rope. Um, a super stomp. And it uh it put him out. Yep. Which hey, it's kind of what we expected. 
Um, didn't expect Omas to go over here. No, no. no. The only way Omas goes over is if we're going to do something like we said. Oh, I think we said it last week. Is mm-hmm. if you're going to introduce another match with the the influencer of all influencers, Mister yeah. uh, oh. Mister Logan Paul. Paul. Exactly. So if you're going to reintroduce that, because then you'd be able to do something and have Rollins <laughs> be cost costed yeah. again. Yep. But the they're priming Rollins for a huge push right yeah. now, especially with the tournament coming up. Mm-hmm. They're priming him. So I think that rolls tonight. Yes. Yep. Um, up next, we had the triple threat United States title match where God your damn. boy, Austin Theory, retains stole. his U.S. title, stole the U.S. title from your man, Bob Lashley. Unfortunately, my guy took <laughs> the pin. <laughs> so wait a minute. This was the only match... That we were all different on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And essentially gave me the W. Mm. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Theory is a no, shit heel, which is working exactly. And that's all That's all you've said, and that's we got to agree. That's what he's there for. The whole, and he does it. The whole time. He and fucking does it well. What he, now what they need to do is they need to push his win over Cena. He needs to get on a mic and stop burying Cena and pushing about how I've beaten Lashley, I've mm-hmm. beaten Rollins. Hey, I even beat John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. And just push that and push that and push that and make him this mega, mega, mega heel. So this way when he loses to J.D. McDonough or he loses to um, Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes <clears throat> it's going to be huge, especially since Austin Theory is in this WWE Championship title tournament. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's one of the um the six from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's huge. Gunter's not even in this tournament. Drew McIntyre is not even in this tournament. Mm-hmm. You're putting yep. some big onus on an, on a young guy again, especially after last year when you put the money in the bank in him mm-hmm. and he squandered it. I have been high on theory. I called it at Survivor Series when we were there. I called it. I'm sitting in the crowd. Everyone's like all excited because Lashley was going to get the title or retain the title and, or Rollins was going to get the title. And I'm like, nope. Theory's stealing this. He's stealing it somehow. And then I saw the spear and I'm like, oh my God, he's stealing the title. I'm surprised you didn't hear me pop from where you were sitting. I know. <laughs> we were fucking like six sections apart. And I I didn't look over because I was watching. But I was like, if I looked over, I would see this motherfucker off his feet. He would literally have the biggest fucking smile on his face and yeah. just stare and <laughs> but Ugh. this was a great match I mean, again this goes without saying because it was this quick enti- too this entire yeah. pay-per-view was quick but it was quick in the right way because mm-hmm. they got you know what it reminded me of um when you talk about like quick matches um there was a oh my god when eddie guerrero and kurt angle had their match at WrestleMania. That was a quick title match. But everything got in very fast. Mm-hmm. Like it, All the spots that needed to happen, happened. Happened. You had Reed and Yeah, um, hit, Reed hit the tsunami, or go for a tsunami. Well, he hit the tsunami. He did hit, the, yeah. Um, Lashley, you had, um, I'm going to keep bringing up Reed, but Reed and Theory team up to beat up Lashley. You had yep. Lashley hit the, the vertical suplex. You had Theory attempt to go for A-Town down, but he couldn't get... Read, read up, up read you up. had Reed do this fucking belly flop thing on the outside <laughs> on Lashley's shoulder. You had Reed just like bear hug theory. You had Reed do a bell a, a, a moonsault off the top rope. Lashley hits the spear. Yep. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Pin one, two, three. I did like that. Your champion is still Austin Theory. So mm-hmm. quick match, but it, it hit where it needed to hit, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And yep. the next match was pretty quick too. 
Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Oh, Zelina was eating the crowd up. They were oh, loving yeah. it. Oh, my God. They were loving it. So behind her, oh, especially yeah. now that she's a face with LWO. Yep. yep. Um, it would have been different if she was still heel. Yeah. Um, If she was with Legado del Fantasma as heels. It might not have worked as well. I just love this transition. This has been such a smooth transition yeah. from Legato being these heels, mm-hmm. which I do like their LWO entrance, but man, that Legato entrance- Legato theme was so good. Was so good. And having Escobar come out with the, the luchador the mask. mask and stuff like that. But I love how smooth this transition has been from heel to face with this group mm-hmm. because all it took was- All it took was Ray. Ray and Dominic- and Santos getting involved and saying, hey, mm-hmm. respect your father. <laughs> yeah. And that's all it took. And then all of a sudden, everybody was behind the mm-hmm. LWO, which I loved. But yeah, she was eating everything up. Her family was ringside. Her ring yep. gear was dope. Oh, my God. Oh, the Puerto the, Rican the flag. flag. Yeah. Yep. I was amazing. Rhea looked awesome. Notice mm-hmm. her and Damian Priest both wore white mm-hmm. because yep. they considered themselves the saviors. Mm-hmm. So I like... I mean, Dom was wearing white, too. Yes. Yep. Um. Yep. And Finn was wearing his Finn 14 staples. Yep. I love that. Now, I'm going to bring something up when we get to that match. Okay. What I've been noticing, and I don't know if you've been picking up the same thing. Um, But uh, Rhea does pick up the victory here. Yep. Very quick match. I, I, if it had just been head on, like if, the thing I liked about this match was that if it had just been head on, like if Zelina just went at Rhea, this mm-hmm. match was a squash. It was the fact that Zelina moved around quite a bit. Got yeah. the, got the, the schnallish. And mm-hmm. threw it at her. Like the chocolate. chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Just fun little things like that. And I honestly will say, in the entire time that Zelina Vega has been in the WWE, face, heel, whatever, this was her best match. Oh, absolutely. This was her best match. It was mm-hmm. her best showcase. Mm-hmm. Again, is she a future world champion? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's tough to say right now. It's tough to say with her, especially with the rest of that women's division. But they can legitimately put her in a program. And you know that the program is going to be carried a by her talent in the ring, and b her ability. She's very good in the ring. She's very underrated in the ring. I think so too. I think so as well. Where I feel Sasha's overrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Zelina's way underrated. So yeah, you'd have to give her. I I don't want to put them in the same bucket because they're very different styles. But like, <clears throat> you have a bunch of these women's wrestlers that are relatively tall for for. Women, 5'6", five, 5'7", right. five, Rhea, close to 5'8", five, 5'9", five, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have the really little ones. Put her in almost like an Oscar Bliss little person taking over a bigger opponent. Like yeah. how Oscar or not Oscar, Alexa went over Nia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, like a try- David and Goliath kind of thing. Yeah. And that always works well, <laughs> especially face-heel dynamic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to be with Rhea, yeah, that's fine. Um, I actually wouldn't have mind if Zelina had won. And then Rhea took the title back tonight. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, have minded. Yeah, I that. can agree with that. I wouldn't have minded that. Give Zelina the. It's not the. the it's not the last time. It's, it's not the first time it's happened. Yeah, yeah. It's it, give her the big hometown. Now we know we the big hometown win did come in, but I was just saying, like, if they decide to change this on the fly, because we all picked mm-hmm. Rhea, and I think it was pretty obvious it was going to be Rhea. Yeah. But if they had decided on the fly that they were going to change this and say, okay, Rhea, you're, you're not winning this. We're going to give Zelina the win. So this way she gets the title victory in front of her family. Mm-hmm. And then come Monday Night Raw, you can ask for a rematch, ask, you know, your title, your guaranteed title rematch, and just squash her. And I'm sure she'll be fine with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where you could just work it out. Yeah. And um, it was just great. It, it was what it needed to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, 
my match of the night. Okay. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest in a San Juan street fight. It was really good. I have to agree. It was easily my favorite. Arguably, I would say best celebrity match. Now, Pat McAfee's match against Adam Cole was amazing, but I consider him more of an athlete than a celebrity. (laughs) I'll agree. I'll agree. Because he's already got the athleticism. This is Bad Bunny who we're talking about. Who Don't get me wrong, he's athletic, but he didn't play in a sport for 12 years. Okay. Best. best hmm. You know it's not Snooky. <laughs> Logan Paul, maybe? Maybe Stephen Amell? Oh, yeah. That yeah. was like very PG era. I wasn't... A I know, it's t- I wasn't a fan either, but... I mean, I think he almost was like the gatekeeper. Yeah. He's kind of what led into to the more of these legitimate celeb- celebrities. Like legitimate mm-hmm. action stars because then you ended up getting Hugh, Hugh Jackman and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um I know you can always go back to the safe stuff with WrestleMania 1 with Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean Bad Bunny's resume is incredible. Mm-hmm. As far as being in ring, as far mm-hmm. as not having like, He's had wh- two matches and both were immaculate. Why does the, the crazy part is is he's such a big fan but you have to think about it. Like why why does he have to do what he did? The the spots in this match? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Think I think of, he did really. Some of, the, some of the bumps he took were ridiculous. I mean, Falcon when they were Arrow. outside the crowd. The Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, through four I, tables. Listen, it, heavily padded. Oh, yeah, this absolutely. This, is, this wasn't a Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian. Uh, but still, he took it. Four tables stacked yeah. up inside <laughs> on concrete. On concrete, yeah, on a ladder the one, match. The one I go back to all the time is a tables match between the Hardy Boys and the Dudley Boys at I believe it was MSG. Yeah, it was one of the it was um was it a WrestleMania? And they finished the match with Jeff, Jeff jumping, jumping off, off the top yeah, in into through the table. Bubba. Yeah. Like that's the one I always go back to and I'm like, these guys are fucking maniacs. <laughs> but yeah, Bunny wasn't hitting concrete. He was hitting True. seventeen um, 17 Ar- inches worth of padding Arctic King mattresses that have air conditioning <laughs> in them and everything like that's this way you could cool off but no go ahead go over the match man cause no it was insane like the entrance d- oh. you, you were talking about the pops for the woes and Seth sing- the entire fucking crowd I got was chills singing when they were theme. singing Tempara like I and he was made a song Champara, I'm okay. Champ- Champara. I'm saying in Americanized. But... I saved it in Spotify. Yeah. Okay. This morning. <laughs> yeah. It so, is Chambea. Chambea, yeah. Or Chambay, if you want to. Okay. How he says it. Um, he channeled New Jack. I don't know if you noticed. That's what the yeah uh, Shabmakat was. It yep. was New Jack, even with the full chain and everything. Yep. Um, came down with a uh, litany of. Weapons, um, an axe handle for for walking one of them, uh, but no, it was. It's exactly what you'd expect, plus more. Yes, yes. like you can expect. Oh yeah, San Juan Street Fight. You're gonna get a lot of weapon spots, and you're gonna go in and out of the crowd and everything. The fucking finish when um, Judgment Day come out and it's Finn and it's Dom and they start attacking. Bad Bunny and Damien gets involved, and Ray comes out alone, and I was like, "That's really odd. Mm-hmm. That's you're you're outnumbered immediately." And then, motherfucking Carlito Cologne, <laughs> I y'all saw me. I popped shit 
when he came out. And he did the apple. He did did the the apple. apple. (laughs) Important. Um, And then they started running them out the ring, um, Mm -hmm. Finn and Dom. And then I was like, okay, we're going to get the LWO to come out and catch him. Not Savio Vega, (laughs) (laughs) who in the beginning of the show gave Bunny a Puerto Rican flag painted kendo, Mm -hmm. which did get used in the match. Yes. Um, But Savio comes out the safest worker in the WWE history. Yep. Stone Cold has said it a hundred times, and I and I think I repeated that while we were mm-hmm. watching the thing. Mm-hmm. Completely safe, and he knows how to he knows how to get his hits in, and I, I he just works for me. And if Carlito came back and was part of the LWO, I would be so happy. Do you mm-hmm. think? Do you think he is? Do you think this was, or this was just maybe just a special we'll appearance because it was in Puerto Rico? So the the thing was, it was supposed to be a one off, like apparently from internet rumors and sleuths and mm-hmm. the reporters. This is supposed to be a one-off. However, WWE was very happy with the reception. Oh, but, they went, like you said. But the thing is, is he also got a very good reception when he came back in the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. and when he did that short little term spot one with with the Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. So, do I foresee a Carlito coming back? I do, because it makes sense to me. And he looked fan. He looks phenomenal. Yes, he does. Compared to when he was. First, he's put on so much mass. Yeah, mm-hmm. he looks incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, but then the LWO comes out and they just absolutely beat shit on Dom and Finn. But Finn gets out of there, and now, so here's what I was going to talk about: is are we starting to see the cracks in Judgment Day? Because Finn got out of Dom getting beaten to shit, and he instead of trying to help his buddy, kind of said, "Nah, fuck him," and started walking away. But you've noticed in the past few weeks when we had the face-to-face with the Bloodline and Judgment Day, um, Paul Heyman shook Damien's hand and Finn kind of gave a dirty look to Damien Priest. Um, When you had Dom and Rhea outside of the ring and Finn standing above them, he's looking down at them with an evil, angry glare. He's become the backburner player in the group. He has. And I think he's going to be the one... To destroy the Judgment Day from the inside out. I think he gets excommunicated personally. Kind of what happened with Edge. Kind of. The thing is, I don't know how you do it properly because you can't just play back the same story. Mm-hmm. Like You can't just play the Edge story back. Oh, they excommunicate him because they got another guy or they got yeah. another guy. Like it, it, it makes sense if... They excommunicate him, and then it's just the Judgment Day is those three, which is they've been built up enough. Mm-hmm. They don't need a leader like that anymore. They know they can handle their own shit, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Not excommunicate to then get another body. No, just, just leave it the, the three, three of them. them. Just leave it, just leave it as Damien, Dominic, Dominic, and Rhea. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, because... With Finn, there are multiple outlets at that point because then it essentially automatically turns him a face mm-hmm. and you are calling up J.D. McDonough mm-hmm. and you could make an Irish ace. You can make Irish aces because you're getting J.D. McDonough and you're getting Finn, Finn Balor, Balor, two of the biggest Irish superstars of all time, along with Sheamus, but he's, he's got with the Brutes. Yeah. Yep. So you can have an amazing Irish tag team with those two. Exactly. And... JD McDonough as a face, oh, I'd eat that shit up. <laughs> I mean, he's great as a hero. He's so good. Jordan Devlin, it's... when he was originally, that's where the JD comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when he was Jordan Devlin in WWE UK, NXT UK, that was incredible. Yeah. 
he could have been NXT UK champion. Yeah, he won the didn't he win the cup though? He won the Heritage Cup once, right? He did, I believe. I couldn't, I know, I know, I couldn't no, keep up with the Heritage t- I know, Cup. No, I know, I know, Noam Dar is the current cup holder, and he's going to be going up against uh, Axiom. Axiom, that's going to be fun. A kid, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, but yes, g- give me, give me a little bit of dissension. Mm-hmm. I want to see, I want to see them three because they've been the three primary placeholders. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I know they've been protecting Finn a little bit. He's recovering from a torn calf. I know he's 14 staples. There's a reason why there's a t-shirt for it. Mm-hmm. Which he took multiple chops to the head. Yes. Yeah. Which, yes. okay. Again, but by Vega. By Vega. Extremely safe work. going to keep himself safe. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep the guy he's fighting safe. But regardless, back to the end of the match. Um, all that chaos is happening outside. Then we go back to the ring. Um, he's in a figure four. Yeah, he hits him with a figure four, like a figure yep. six, because he kind of gets a little bit of a bridge <laughs> oh, on that. I said, I said a figure five. Um, and then there was another uh, choke slam, I think, from Damien. Did he get any more offense? He didn't after get that? another choke slam. Um, he got a little bit of offense, and then he ran into the corner, and his head hit the chair. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. right. Popped that up. was set that up by Finn. Finn. Yeah. That was set up by Finn, and then uh, he hit uh, the Puerto the, Rican destroyer, the, the bunny destroyer, <laughs> the bunny destroyer. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three. Yeah. And gave him a good pin because he flopped over him like, okay, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. fell right over the top. You could see how he, he was working that he was exhausted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. I mean, that was a long match. But then 25 point. minutes, the longest match of the night. See, that's what I mean. And that, that says everything you need to know about Bunny. Mm-hmm. Everything he can go. He yeah. can go. He definitely can go. I mean, it kind of helped that they had all that commotion on the outside so he could kind of rest a little yep. bit. It also helps when he's in, a, in the ring with, with a worker like Damien I know. Priest. Damien's extremely safe. Yep. And Bunny busted him open, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the nose. Yep. So, and that chair shot when Priest's knee was wrapped around, I think Bunny mm. hit him a little bit more flush than he was supposed to because... I almost feel like... I thought we were going to get an X. I thought he was legit hurt. Because... He was playing it off. He was playing it well, but that... It almost... That spot almost looked like it was set up for more than one chair shot. And I think he hit him so right that Damien's initial reaction was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he was writhing, but I think he was definitely... A, selling, Mm -hmm. which is key when big Mm -hmm. versus small. You need the big guy to be able to sell. But B, he was feeling that chair shot Mm -hmm. because that was... That was... Stiff. Yeah. That yeah, chair shot was stiff. Not the most stiff thing we're gonna see in the night, but that one was stiff. <laughs> I know. Up next, we had the Bloodline taking on Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matthew Riddle. More dissension um, in the Bloodline. Um, well, I, only between two people. Only between yeah. Solo and Jay. Because yep. Jimmy, Jimmy was none the did, fucking exactly. wiser. He was. Jimmy was lucky. standing between them. Jimmy was like, we won, and guys. Yeah, we did it. High five, guys. High five, guys. High five. Water boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, this Stop match this match was hands. really, really good. I thought we there were multiple mirror falls in oh, this yeah. match. Yeah, there was. Um, you know, the whole match was built into the solo, solo J, J stuff. stuff. Yep. Jimmy, or Jay hit Jimmy with a super kick, or was it yes, Jimmy hit yes. Jay? He. No, Jay, Jimmy hit Jay with a super kick. Was it Jimmy hit Jay? Jimmy hit Jay. Okay. Because I thought that's the point in which Jimmy was pretty much taken <clears throat> out of the match. Um, oh, it might have been the other way around. Because Jimmy was pretty much a non-factor towards the end of that match. Yeah. Like, when everybody was hitting their finishes, Jimmy was not in the ring for any... No, he took a stunner. That's what it was. He took a stunner. Stunner took him out of it. Yes. And then Owens got hit with... Uh, Simone Spike. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that took him out of it. Mm-hmm. 
and then it was Riddle hit the ripcord knee or whatever. Yeah. And then Jay was the legal man. He kind of went back into the corner, corner to do his butt thing. Yep. Solo tagged himself in, got in, and then Jay tagged himself back in, and that kind of started that dissension a yes. little bit. Yep. <clears throat> but no, it finished with I think Simone Spike on that Simone Riddle. Spike mm-hmm. on Riddle, and Riddle took the pin one yep. two three. Um, good for Samoa to take uh, um, Solo to take the uh, take not the take victory. the pin, give the pin. Yeah, take the victory, and I think it was really key. Um, in the fact that it was Riddle who lost and not mm-hmm. either not Sami Zayn them, or Kevin yeah. Owens. Mm-hmm. Um, another big thing in this match was when Solo was going into beast mode yeah. and he was just grabbing everybody. He Almost. Jay came up from behind him and he grabbed him yeah. and he was ready to spike him. Mm-hmm. Like he was just waiting. You want to spike me? You gonna spike? You gonna hit your own brother? Watch yourself, brother. <laughs> for him? You gonna do it for him? You yeah. know who he's talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> It's that's it's over in weeks. There's not there's not much left. Yeah, in, in that. I mean, you can drag it out. You can have a lot of things happening, but yeah. Um, but the bloodline pick of the victory in this match, in the main event, you had Cody Whoa, oh. Rhodes, um, taking on the Beast Brock Lesnar. Um, both got massive pops from the crowd. Um, but it's kind of what you'd expect when you have the megastar Brock Lesnar and the face currently of the company in Cody Rhodes. Yep. Um, two massive woes for Cody during the entrance. Um, Pyro guy missed his cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was about a, a second late of the first woe, and he got the second one on it. Um, <clears throat> but no, this match was what you'd expect. Quick. Very quick. It was sub 10 minutes. Which um, we said, yeah. Well, we said well, sub five. We said sub five, but that was also if it was the opener. Correct. Yeah. We we put that caveat <clears throat> when we said it. We also, I think, we all picked Lesnar mm-hmm. because of the if caveat the, yeah. being an opener. If it's not the opener, it changes the outcome of this match. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Can and we just um, get to the spot? <laughs> or do you want to get through the fact that Lesnar did seven more fucking suplexes to a human being? Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of suplexes, a lot of uh, I mean, F5s. I yeah. did, no, it was only one F5. One F5. No. There's one F5. I did like how the match started. <laughs> Cody knew he needed the upper hand, so he did the he dive just, outside, yep. hit him with the chair. I loved his his homage to his father with the stomp well, yeah. over to the, yeah. to the steps. I love it. I love how he does those little things. It's so much fun. Um... But stiff chair shots. Did you see Lesnar's back? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. I mean, his face usually gets red from lifting people up. His back was red, mm-hmm. like sunburnt. Like he spent the entire night, uh, entire day out in San Juan, like just working on upper up body, sun. no legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how it happened, but somehow the buckle got untied, and then Cody, Cody was, was in it, going away from a suplex, and they and pu- just fucking. Launched it, the buckle yeah. pad. He threw into it into the crowd. the crowd. Yep. What a fucking souvenir. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the buckle that's, a pad. Great, that's a great souvenir. Um, but it exposed the turnbuckle, and I was like, okay, so we're gonna get a turnbuckle spot. Did I expect it to fucking cut? Brock I wasn't Lesner expecting his open? face. I understand a little crimson, bro. That was a fucking mask, and Cody was eating that shit up because his first match in AEW was against his brother, which they both were crimson to shit. Yep. <clears throat> I think Moxley's looking back and being like, shit, why did I leave? Shit, shit, Yeah, they got shit, blood now. Shit, Fuck. <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> but no, um, Cody ends up hitting um, two multiple cr- disaster kicks, mm-hmm. two, cross two crossroads. 
and then he finished with <laughs> he finished being locked in a Kimura. yeah a Kimura, and then stacked up Brock Lesley, and yep. picked up the pin yes which uh, I have no problem with it um in the sense that people are saying oh couldn't Brock have just like released well no because Cody was still on top of him so yeah. and Cody had him leveraged like mm-hmm. if you look at the way Cody had pinned him he pinned him. In a very strong way, where it get, it keeps Lesnar strong because he uses foot as leverage to keep keep his ascent high. Mm-hmm. So this way you can't just like release him. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, oh well, wouldn't Lesnar have known that Cody was a uh, um, Cody was pinning him? I wish they would have shot an angle where the referee was on one side of Lesnar counting him down, and on the other side you have Cody tapping Lesnar, as in like okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. As in Lesnar's like, no, he fucking tapped. Build it that way, but I know they don't do those. I don't know they don't like to do those <laughs> convoluted mm-hmm. finishes. You don't want Vince McMahon running out to the <laughs> and tearing his both quads, quads again. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think that would have allowed this to stay a little bit safer. Yeah. for for Brock because he bled a lot. And I'm, that's not what I'm. That's not what we're referring. Like uh-oh. safer, like not looking weak Correct. in oh, okay. this situation. Like not looking okay. stupid in the situation. Gotcha. Like, all right, you know your shoulders are on the on the mat yeah mm-hmm. my shoulders are on the mat but cody's tapping me saying that he's he quit mm-hmm. so like it's just one of those things you know what i'm saying yeah that would have kept brock strong and safer in the eyes of not looking stupid kind of mm-hmm. like what happened with um Liv and ronda yes where ronda was being pinned but Liv was tapping but the ref never saw the tap correct same same very same con- similar to that same concept gotcha. um i will say um <laughs> The fact that Lesnar did that hard way, dude, he slammed his head yeah. into exposed steel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, only Lesnar could really do that because he's a fucking bear of a human being and he doesn't give two shits. But like, he's a uh, that was he's a lumberjack. That was ballsy. Do you think they planned it for it to be they, that much? No, they knew that they were going to put a spot in there in which Lesnar. They planned the blood. They planned the blood. How Lesnar was going to get the blood is two different things. But they're not going to blade anymore. Blading's completely done. So they're like. There's going to be a spot, but how it's done is how kinda... it's done. Like you have to make sure you do it safe. Yeah, but it has to be hard way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are calling back to, well, how can you hard way yourself? Well, I mean, Lesnar hard weighed Randy Orton and kept him pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I mean, he did give caught him, him with a corner of his elbow. Caught him with, yeah. a, caught him with his elbow, and <laughs> Orton knew what was happening. And a lot of people were, like boggled by it, but Orton didn't suffer any kind of concussion. I mean, I think there was a faux concussion, yeah. like a storyline concussion. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he actually suffered a concussion in the match. And we've seen all the blood. We've seen Becky Lynch getting her nose broken. So there's ways to do it. it that's a bad example because that's Nia Jax. That's Nia Jax <laughs> botching and absolutely crushing the face. But look what it did. It built the man. Yes. Yeah. So I I think if the person knows how to do it right. So like Cody Rhodes, I, I feel if I was Paul, I'd feel 100% confident in the fact that if Cody wanted to be cut hard way. If he knows a person is going to be safe about it, it's Brock. It, it well, not just Brock. If anybody, if AJ Styles is going to be safe about it, if Shinsuke mm-hmm. is going to be safe about it, if Seth Rollins is going to be safe about no, it, fair, yeah. if he feels safe with the with guy in the ring doing it, Cody doesn't want a blade. Because no offense, we've all seen what some of those old times look like. Matt Tremont. I'm Matt not- Tremont's a, a hardcore guy. He's still wrestling, but if he he wears a bandana over his forehead because when he takes it off, it is literally raw meat. Yeah, I, I was going more of. Your, um, the Butch, uh, what's his name? Matt Tremont. No. <laughs> but, well, even Dusty. Yeah. Dusty had all the grooves in his head from constant blade jobs. Bruiser, Rick. Bru- Bruiser Brody. Rick. 
Um, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. Um, um, you mentioned him earlier, New Jack. They all had the grooves mm-hmm. in their head from constantly blading. Mm-hmm. And Triple H wants to get away from that. It's not his big thing. Anytime Triple H bled, I think Triple H pretty much bled hard way. Yeah. Like, it was always hard way for him. So I almost feel like it's hard to say that you want someone to actually be busted open, but there's a right way to do it. Exactly, yeah. There's a right way to keep someone safe and do it. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if that's the route that they want to go to get a little bit of crimson in the thing, there's certain wrestlers I think you give that green light to. Mm-hmm. Being like, okay... We can trust you. We know you're going to keep yourself safe, and you, we know you're going to keep your opponent safe. Just figure out how to do it, add it to the match, and we just go from there. And it, if the guys want to cheat a little bit, and every once in a while they just want to pick and flick and call it a day and get a little bit of blood that way, I'm sure it, it, if they do it nonchalantly and don't get caught, I'm sure there's not gonna, no one will be um, none the wiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So, overall grade, pay-per-view. Like A, B. A, B, C, D, E, F. I would say solid A minus. I'm giving it a fucking A. It's an A. That yeah. fucking show was immaculate. That, that was probably, like I said, that is the best B show I've seen WWE ever put together. That was so and, good. It had so much to do with the crowd. It was so, so much were, to do yeah. with the crowd. They were don't amazing. get me wrong, everybody had a great and match. There was no yeah. I don't think there was a bad point. match. There yeah. was no And low I don't point. think there was a major, major botch that anyone really saw. I mean, I'll, we could obviously point one out if we were really looking, but like, it EO, was clean. EO in her face in the ring, maybe that's it? Yeah, everything else is pretty. But I still, safe. I think it was still seamless yeah. even when it happened. And it's like WWE's done this recently. I'd say recently in the last 10, 15 years. Typically on pay per views, they'll make a quote unquote pee break match. There was none. There was not a fucking no. match. Arguably, if you're not a fan, Seth Omos, because that's a very lumbering, slow moving match. But it's Seth Rollins. You're going to get a fucking three and a half to four star match mm-hmm. out of fucking anybody. Yes. Yep. Yes. Not to Dave Meltzer, but to the regular fans. If Meltzer gives that less than a three, I'd be shocked. I'd we'll be see. shocked. We'll see be next shocked. week because yes, it'll we be a few days till he puts them out. But yeah. anyway, um, that is the end of Backlash. Do we want to chat a little bit of NHL and NBA while we're here? Might as well hit the high points and the low points. Oh, my low points for you guys. Fucking Panthers look like they're about to eliminate the fucking... Maple Leafs. <laughs> I, you know what? I hate it I'm, as a Bruins fan, I'm but as a hockey for fan, the night, so. as a Bruins fan, I despise it. As a hockey <laughs> fan, this is fucking awesome. This is so exciting because Toronto was so ecstatic, saying we want Florida, exactly. we want Florida, hey, and they're fucking three zero right now, losing. Yep. Um, the other series might as well just go over the standings right now. Uh. Golden Knights and the Oilers will play tonight, game three. So far, that series is knotted 1-1. Um, Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl is a fucking nut. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not just him, McDavid. Him, them just together. Kane, it's, it's gross. Um, the Stars are trailing the Kraken 2-1 right now in their series. Love that. And um, after a huge win yesterday, the Devils needed it. Yeah. Um, they couldn't go down 3-0 for any chance. No, no. so they are currently down 2-1, but... Scoring eight goals is a great way to swing momentum in a series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it is, but when you think of three of the goals they gave up were all shorthanded, one of which was a penalty shot. It's, it's not, a little sus. Yeah. It shows that your power play is great because they scored, I think, two or three power play goals. But then they also gave up three shorties. Yeah. Gotta figure that shit out, guys. If you want to get past the Carolina hurricane, figure your shit out. Um there's only 
four series going on. That's, that's right. it. I gave yeah. them all already. Fuck that's me. It. All right. That's, we're at that point in the playoffs for that's NBA crazy. too. Um, all right. So Celtics and um, Sixers are knotted up two two. They are knotted up two two because the Celtics just couldn't. Dave and I were talking about this earlier. They just couldn't cover Harden in the corner, and he. Shot they the three. couldn't cover Harden all night. So I, I think he had some. Harden had forty two. 42? 42. He was six from nine for three. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, so with that, again, Celtics and 76ers are tied. The, Nug- uh, the Nuggets and Suns played uh, Sunday night as well. Jokic has 53. 53, but they lost. So that series is now also tied 2-2. And tonight, the current game that's going on right now is the Heat and the Knicks. Heat lead that series 2-1, and they are winning at the end of the first 31-30. And then the later game tonight is the Lakers and the Warriors, and Lakers are up 2-1, looking to go up 3-1 at home. Go Lakers. Damn. <laughs> hey, Joe Kick is ridiculous. I'm going to keep saying it. I know it was MVP fatigue, and I know he had to switch up the MVP. I get it, because Embiid had himself a phenomenal season. But with that performance, this Joke he just is keeps ridiculous. They know, like, not that Jamal Murray is not great. No, Jamal Murray is great. He's clearly their second, but, like, Oh my God! You can't you can't stop him, like you just, his numbers just clearly prove it. And I don't know, man. I'm surprised that they lost that game. Um, but I mean, um, Booker and Katie have just, been, just going been going off. off. So it's been, um, it's, been, it's hard when you got two v one. I mean, the thing is, is if it kind of like Booker and Katie, if if Jokic is going to be scoring fifty three, Jamal Murray has to be scoring like thirty, and then um. Aaron Gordon has to be giving like 15 to 20 in order for them to really combat that if Katie and Booker are going to be doing that every yeah, single night. Yeah, they're going to be putting up 30 plus yeah. themselves. Yeah. But fantastic. I don't know if we announced it last week because I can't remember how long ago it was. Um, but week. for the Seven first days. time in 33 years, Napoli has won Serie A. Oh. I think we talked about outside. Yeah, outside. We did, yeah. Napoli has won the Serie A title yes, for the first have. time in 33 years. So that's huge for them. You know what they did in celebration? They released 18 new shirts. 18 <laughs> new kits. Each one showing a different player. They oh have released... God. That's amazing. I think 32 kits all season. This one season alone. Wow. They had, a, they had a special one for each holiday. They had a Halloween one, a Christmas one, Valentine's. They have their home, their away, their alternate. And now they've released 18 more kits each with a different player yeah, in celebration like, of Napoli. I love that shit. The thing is, if the NFL didn't have so many players on their team, they should do that. And and guess who um, makes their shirts? Who? Giorgio Romani. No fucking way. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. 150 euros each. Oh. Yeah, well. I mean, did you see the prices of the merchandise in Miami for F1? Bro. A hat was like $90. Uh, a bucket Formu- hat was 80 bucks. Formula One merch is expensive it as shit. It is, which is unfortunate. Yeah, well, because all those other teams need to catch up to Red Bull. They so they need their, to make their money get somewhere. get their money back somewhere. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, Jesus Christ, Red Bull's led, what, 200 laps to 16 for everybody else? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. They're about to three-peat um, halfway through the season, we've probably less. finished 1-2 uh, in four of the five races. The only one that didn't was Checo was in P5 yeah. in fucking uh, Monaco. Not Monaco. Uh, Australia. Melbourne. Melbourne. But uh, but uh, yeah. Anyways. Max Verstappen's a fucking dog. Shut up. <laughs> hey, hey listen. Shout I'm, out. I'm going back. P nine to P one. Gotta give it to him. Hey, I'm, him. I'm I'm just gonna go back to the Lewis Hamilton meme with Mr. Bean. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one pen, two, two pens, pens, three, three pens, pens, 
four, four titles. Yeah. Oh, Ed, here's all my wins. <laughs> Get there, Max. Yeah. You know well, I mean? he he sh- probably will. He should if he continues. He should the with the way that everything's on. going I mean, the, on right now. With that, being being built up behind the best team, it yeah. should happen. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, that's what Mercedes was for a long time—the best team. Yep. And then all it just it takes it takes one engineer being like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out." Mm-hmm. That's what happened. But yeah. Anyway, that pretty much wraps up tonight's episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, obviously hit us up on our social media at Double Doink Network on both mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. Some of us are on social media a little too much. I'm, t- I'm mean, talking run- about me. You're, talking running, about me. you're running our Twitter at this point. so I, I don't have a Twitter. He doesn't have a Twitter. I don't follow my own Twitter. You but run I've our been, Twitter. But I've been having fun on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. We, we all I have been. We've been, we been on top of the stories. Good. <laughs> yeah, we just pop and random shit on stories. Yeah. I had, a, I, had a, I had a good one for today that you sent me. I was like, I should share that. I'm like, no, I saw that. I'm like, that's Dave. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this, but I'll see it after the episode. Um, of course, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, do not hesitate to hit us up on our socials or our personals. Um, we are always up for some feedback. We want to bring out the best content for everybody. So, again, if you have any questions, hit us up. This has been a double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Michaela. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. You go. Doinks out. Doinks out.